Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Can you hear me? <laughs> Why? Why did you want to start Papa. off? Papa. <laughs> Baba. I don't know. I honestly I have no idea why that song is even on my spirit today. But um it's stuck with me now. Are you like holding the mic? Are you deciding to go? With I'm that? holding the mic. <laughs> Y'all, we got new audio equipment and a bitch is brand new, okay? She don't know how to act, y'all. I don't. This is like, I feel very official. It's The thing about it is, guys, is our old mics look like, you know, they they didn't look very touchable. <laughs> they weren't really inviting for like putting your hands anywhere on or near it. But this, this mic has a handle. So. Right. It's giving. I just. Turn my headphones on. It's giving. <laughs> Coming to the stage next is, uh, you know, it's giving MC host extraordinaire. Right. It's giving public venue microphone, but it's my own private public venue microphone. Right. So hopefully the sound quality, hopefully the sound quality is much improved for y'all. You know, everything we do is for you. Really? You know, so do a little something for us and donate to <laughs> period. We actually have a Venmo at Sammy at podcast. I don't know if y'all remember that, but you can just search at Sammy at podcast on Venmo and give us money. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. A couple of dollars. Um, How's it going, friend? Well, yeah, it's going. It's definitely going. Work is busy, um, but all positive things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at least keeping a positive outlook, you know, on it as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, I decided to delete my hinge because I was on there for like three and a half weeks and I was disgusted with everything that I saw and everyone that I saw. So... I had to get out of there. I had to abort the mission. Well, we look forward to hearing more about it in our later segments. I'm very yeah. curious to hear. And I'm just letting you know now, I had to get off of there for my mental health. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was weighing heavy on you. so It I was mean... weighing heavy on me. Today I got liked by this um white man who was five seven and his name was gary and i said you know what this is this is my 13th reason right here i'm out of here wow you could have gave gary a shot maybe uh gary could have been the love of my life maybe gary was a hedge fund manager and i just blew it but i guess we'll (laughs) never know (laughs) i guess we'll never know blew it indeed i'm fucking dead Gary, the hedge fund manager. You know what's so funny is, I know you don't watch Tyler Perry's shows, but 
he actually has a black man named Gary on there who's a hedge fund manager. Are you serious? I no lie. I'm so serious. Wow, you cannot make this shit it's up. A show That's incredible. Sisters. And you know what? Gary might be five seven there. He's just black instead of white. But yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. Really funny. I just really pulled that occupation out of the ethos, but there you go. Yeah, it worked out. It did. (laughs) How are you, friend? I need to get a full rundown on the end of Aquarius season as you turned up for your birthday. It was good. You know, it was actually really chill. Just, you know, fine dine here, uh, party there. Did you know the party was really interesting? This juve. Yeah, tell us about the party, bitch, because I thought I knew what was on the itinerary, but I didn't remember hearing about that. Yeah, because I wasn't really hyping that part up. I guess because I didn't understand, you know, the magnitude of what was gonna go down that night. Like I knew it was, you know, Trinidadian themed and you know, celebration of carnival. So. They do the whole paint thing, but since paint gets messy, even though it still was a messy party, they decided to do powder because it could be easily remedied or people taking Ubers, it would be easier to get away. But um, yeah, that party was lit. Like it's this DJ named Foreigner and he just be going off. Like I went to an Afrobeats party of his when I first got back from Ghana and I was like, at that time I was like, yeah, we going to see what this party is about. Cause you know, I had already gotten my fix from Your being fix. on vacation. So I was like, I doubt anything is going to match it. And then I come to this party and I was like, I'm only going to be here for an hour. I did not leave till the end of that party. Cause the music was actually like, I was like, wow, this is surprisingly good. Like LA has really stepped up the scene for like, you know, black people in terms of like the Caribbean, the Afrobeats type parties, which is very impressive because it's been a long time coming for sure. And yeah, the party was fun as fuck. Like I found a ski mask last minute that actually worked out. And I remember panicking at the party like fuck because I noticed people were still getting like super powdery like all over their hair. And that was the one thing I was concerned about, like not fucking my hair up because I just got it done and... I was like, damn, this ski mask has holes in it. It's probably, my hair is probably going to be fucked up under this, huh? But it actually wasn't. I was so surprised. I was like, I guess maybe, you know, the whole whatever technology it has for like windproof or like the cold, maybe that helped the powder not seep through those little holes. No, the powder probably just like stuck to the fibers of the knit hat rather than like going through the holes, you know? Right, right. But it was so much fun. And at the end of it all, I looked like a little fairy pixie (laughs) dusty looking thing because the color of the scully like mixed with all these fun, like vibrant colors. It was just really nice. Um, yeah, it was fun. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. It was and then fun. what else did you do? <laughs> Go I, on. You know, I think that it ends there. Aside from that, I told you guys I went to a spa, right? No, you told me about it. You didn't tell the gang. Okay, yeah. I went to a soak and smoke spa, so that was nice. Got the massage. It's like a spa that's actually cannabis friendly, so you can light up and chill in the jacuzzi for a little bit too also like met up with a couple people for like surprise drinks and things like that at 
this restaurant that one of our friends is like a regular at. So going there, it's always like good time. You can get some free things when you pull up. So I was there and they made me a little birthday cocktail. So that was nice. Yeah, like I had a little staycation in the city and did some hiking. And yeah, that pretty much summed it up. It was really nice. That's really great. Surprisingly more uh, eventful than I thought it would be, you know, or planned for. So, I mean, I guess that's always cool. Yeah, it's always something to do. That's what's up, Fran. Well, I hope that um, everyone wrapped up their Aquarius season good and um, wrapped it up real good because you won't see it again until next year. We are full blown in motherfucking Pisces season. Yeah, this is Rihanna's time. It is. You know, Rihanna just had a birthday. We love that for her. Right. She's really, it seems like now, like when she first posted the first picture of her being pregnant, it seemed like she wasn't like super pregnant, but I just saw a picture of her today in a latex dress and I was like, oh fuck, Rihanna is big as shit. Rihanna might be about to have this baby like soon. Mm-hmm. We don't know so, when it's I don't, due. We don't know when it's due. Oh, okay. But, but that belly in the little, the pink latex dress. Yeah. I know y'all seen that one. That belly was looking big. <laughs> she pregnant. <laughs> I said, oh, baby pregnant. She pregnant, pregnant. She about to pop. She's enjoyed her pregnancy, and now she's ready to get it over with. Right. I'd like to take the time, though, you know, since we all love Rihanna, yet at the same time love to hate Pisces. Mm. And there's let's talk about that toxicity. Like, well, let me just say, how toxic is it that Rihanna has been playing with us for this album for like five years now? I mean, that's pretty fucking toxic. If you ask me, she's not she's not absolved from the same toxicity that we speak on. Okay. Well, that is something else, you know, that. Okay, go on. Tell us about the <laughs> toxicity you're referring to. No, I mean, I hear you and what you're saying. I was really just talking about from a relationship aspect. As far as the album, I see that you're still scarred. There's no album in sight. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying there's literally no album in sight, and there's absolutely nothing we can do about it. Rhea about to get in this too so she can make a quick Millie for her baby there's no way she's about to have this baby and then go on tour there's just no way she and if, and if that's the point to. then right but i don't want the album if you're not gonna go on the road i'm sorry like <laughs> the baby gonna be the baby will probably be five before she hits the road again because she's a billionaire why would me with a billion dollar company that's doing just fine with a regular nine to five schedule that i can you know build out around however i wanted to why would i then go on tour with my newborn. She said the album's coming though. You don't believe her? It's coming in, in 2030. It's coming. <laughs> we only have eight more years. Better we're, late. We're... Better late. <laughs> <laughs> in 2030, I'm going to still be bumping that shit. That's what I want you to know. Wild. Right. <laughs> she she need to stop and do it while the getting's good because in a minute Gen Z is gonna be like Rihanna who? 
honestly, I want to yoke up a little Gen Zer. I just think about if I ever had children. <laughs> really dislike that age group. If I ever had children, I really have a lot of work to do because I think about, you know, you know, all those old songs that you just know the words to, but you have no idea who sings it and you don't know what the song is called. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? How am I going to teach the kid that? Like, you don't, I can't have have my kid out here not knowing that that's not how it works. You I have know. to be able to play it for them. You gotta play it. It has to be a part But that's what of... I'm saying. I don't even know what it's called. I don't even know who it's by. Like, I'm really hoping that by that time, my peers will be saying things like, Hey, here's the playlist that you need if you wanna teach your kids <laughs> you wanna teach your kids about those old songs that we heard about. Wow. Look at where we've come where we've come to now. This is I know. Just... How do we even get here? Yeah. Rihanna and her kid. God damn it. All right, go ahead. Talk no, to us I'm about the Pisces. Not even, I'm just saying, look at where we've come to that you're looking for a playlist to <laughs> help you preserve the black culture. Like, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we do less and less for ourselves, bro. <laughs> Yo. Yo, and that's why I said this year I have to stop fucking around and read a book because really I'm I'm wilding at this point. <laughs> I'm wilding. Yo, for me, I ain't read I'm, a book in about ten years, boy. If anybody's gonna keep you on your p's and q's when we get older, it's probably gonna be me because my grandfather he claimed he gonna leave me with the with with all the albums so well that's the thing you have vinyl which will always be a very important commodity right right? like sometimes at some point those records that you have could be worth right moolah you know money i mean especially as like the things become more scarce in this you know like records definitely are becoming more scarce and i just think about what about the people that have like an unlimited DVD co- co- collection. Like, right. well, do, I gave will those DVDs up. and CDs ever become valuable? Right. Again, yeah, I don't know. CDs just seem so cheap. Yeah, CDs <laughs> just were like plastic, and then they they get scratched. Yeah. And I mean, records get scratched too, and records are also plastic. Yeah. But but it records just, just something seem about like it. A delicacy, you know, it's so delicate. It's yeah very much like you know a rarity like and then if like a record is scratched it's gonna like somehow like enhance the quality of the music because it's like got charisma now if a cd gets scratched that should just it start skipping it's it's skipping and it's like and then it just using, never plays we're using that special spray from the music store in hopes of yeah repairing not the spray <laughs> the scratch I've done everything you possibly could do to f- repair scratch on a CD. And I don't miss those days. And what about the fucking cassettes? I feel like cassette tapes are even cheaper in the way the film would get all raveled. Like you the ever, film just you melts from the like ravel? the heat in your car. <laughs> yes. You ever fuck that part up by like yes. winding it. If and- you get it like winding it and then you try to wind it back too fast and then it somehow just gets a knot in it. And you're like, where did this knot come from? And now I can never listen to this cassette ever again. Yeah, it's pretty filthy. They really played. And if you just pull it out even a little bit, it's like blowing in the wind like a fucking feather. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. 
in any case, we gonna have the oldies playlist by decade. Right. Um, it's gonna be called "Music to Raise Your Kids To," <laughs> and we we dropping them on Apple Podcast, Apple Pot, not Apple Podcast, Apple Music. <laughs> Look at that. What's up with these motherfucking fishies? Well, let's get into the, like I said, the toxicity um, as it relates to arguments with the Pisces romantic partner and having a discussion like with the Pisces when you're in a romantic relationship. So listen to this forget about having arguments with pisces particularly if winning is what you have in mind i'm just gonna let that marinate for a bit (laughs) run that back for the people in the back forget about having arguments with pisces particularly if winning is what you have in mind yeah tenacious in the extreme Pisces will not give up arguing until they have fully exhausted each of you and put you both in a very (laughs) bad mood. One that is likely to hang around for days, even weeks Mm. on end. Mm. Therefore, picking a fight with them is not a good idea. Better to refrain from outright arguments in favor of short remarks delivered off the cuff. Should Pisces begin to argue, refuse to join in battle, and quickly put out the fire before it becomes a raging inferno, perhaps by walking out. So turn away before it gets crazy, y'all. Right. Don't even engage. Don't let yourself get there with them. I wish that I had read that passage um, before going into any number of the tussles I had with my dear old pal. (laughs) You from childhood who i'm no longer <laughs> friends with the pi uh, you know what the pisces i've observed the pisces for many years and this type of the exact behavior that you speak of but when it's not directed towards you it's like comical and I think that's the problem. That's that's what happens with Pisces. They get enabled by the people around them that are not res- on the receiving end of that fucking venom. And we don't ever check them or correct them. We just let them live. And that's why they've been able to duplicate, genetically fucking modify and just become... <laughs> the worst right when you're in when you're on the receiving at receiving end of that pisces shit no Mm -mm. Mm. i don't want none of that even when i think long and hard about pisces and my interaction with them like i don't have enough experience with one to have you know like a sour taste in my mouth like i'm not really I, i just i don't really have much one of my homeboys um who's a pisces he's told me some of the things he said to like girlfriends or girls that he's fucking in anger and when i tell you it's some of the most vile shit i've ever heard in my life i'm like girls he's fucking in the- anger like no girls he's fucking like when he's angry with them or whatever oh, like the things like, that he why would are say you fucking in anger no like the girls he's fucking with when he's in that anger mode okay 
he said the most disgusting, despicable things. And I'm just like, you know what? What's that's some that's some deep rooted shit. Like, I don't even know what that is. That's some wild shit. Yeah. (laughs) Is it fucked up that I just want to hear one example of like how crazy? Yeah, I, is it fucked up that I was thinking like, should I share one example of like? No, like this nigga, this nigga would definitely get like you know, no, I can't share. I can't yeah, share. I, can't I was share. gonna say maybe not because it's it's women's month tomorrow. it's women's it's women's <laughs> international women's month and that is not what we're he's horrible for saying those things that's the bottom line yeah um but yeah i've just i just want to vouch for that passage and just say i definitely have seen um in some of the ways that some of the very wild and wondrous ways that a pisces will try to win an argument and um they're not willing to go low i'm gonna just leave it at that they're not willing to go low to shut you the fuck up and that'll be that right or they willing to go low but they won't go high like (laughs) (laughs) they just can't take the high road they gotta get down and walk away wow yeah, it says their weakness is possessive and controlling, you know? So, and, unco- mm. and uncompromising. Like, mm. Mm. Wow. So having, Accuracy. Having a discussion with the Pisces romantic partner, they're not all reticent about airing grievances. Thus, discussions with them are likely to consist mostly of their telling you what you are doing wrong, Born complainers, Pisces feel they have good reason to voice their dissatisfaction fully and without reserve. It is their way of processing what they feel has happened to them. There is no need for you to talk in such discussions, only to listen and when required, answer their questions. Do not say much. Otherwise, you will often be digging your own grave a bit deeper. Yeah. Wow. Now I got to walk on eggshells? Yeah, you just got to let them go. It's just really interesting because it reminds me of, I feel like I've told you this before about how some friends I just let them go. I don't really weigh in. I won't say much because I'm just like, even though it might seem a little off the cuff, I'm just like, I know how they are. And I just won't, I won't engage. Um, Yeah, well, on a lighter note, you know, let's see what they have to say about humor. And the Pisces romantic partner. Oh, they're funny as fuck. Because there's they're been, funny as fuck. <laughs> there's been a lot of you know negativity. Let's <laughs> try to break. Well, that's what I, that. Well, that is what I start. I led with. I was just saying, like, even when they're being negative towards others, like me as a friend who wasn't receiving that shit, I found it funny. Right. They're quite funny. Yeah. And um, yeah, we can't talk about my level of toxicity with finding that some of that shit funny, but um. Yeah, yeah. And I don't I and I don't mean the vile stuff towards women. I'm just speaking in general. Right. Okay, well, as far as humor goes, despite their seemingly serious demeanor, Pisces like nothing more than to joke, laugh, and banter and indulge in witty repartee with their romantic partners. Those who bring out the side of them are very dear to their hearts. Therefore, it is not that Pisces prefers being suffering, pain-wracked individuals. Yes. <laughs> Jeez, that's a mouthful. 
but rather they accept it as their lot in life, feeling condemned to it. When they feel they are drowning emotionally, the good humor and outright comedy generated by their partners can function as a life preserver they can hang on to until their mood clears. So when a Pisces is in their little, you know, mood or going through a toxic attack, (laughs) humor, (laughs) humor seems like it is the remedy. It might help. I just Googled um, Pisces comedians because I need to know. (laughs) I need to know who is really going through it. Um, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is a Pisces. Trevor Noah. Um, Chico Bean from Dirty Five South Show. The Dirty, (laughs) the 85 South Show. What am I trying to say? Dirty (laughs) Dirty Five South. Um, Chelsea Handler. Okay. Wanda Sykes. Mm. D-Ray Davis. Kumal from Harold and Kumar. Um, Mm, They all have a darkness to them. (laughs) You know, they all, you know, it's something underlying there. D.L. Hughley. Lunell. <laughs> Lunell just be trying to show her titties all the time. She seemed all right. <laughs> Honestly, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good um lineup, if you ask me. Those niggas are funny as fuck and um yeah, evidently they can go there. So <laughs> they can go there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take them there. Don't take them there. <laughs> right. Don't, Don't push them. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that sums up sign language. Okay. I just burped. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sums up sign language. As always, hit us up in our DMs. Email us. Let us know about, you know, the Pisces in your life. Or if you are a Pisces, you know where to reach us. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to you know clap back let us know i don't really want that smoke but i'm gonna do it for the podcast right um, do it on the and podcast. also happy birthday <laughs> happy birthday to of course rihanna and all the other pisces all the pisces comedians i mentioned and everyone else who, out there who's a pisces um you know you deserve to be loved you deserve even with your any even with your you know your flaws and all beyonce said yes Agreed. All right. Well, now it's time for Nosy News. Yo, this mic? Look at me. Right. You really feeling it. I got the posture, everything. I don't really have that much because what I do have, I really want us to kind of chat about for a minute. Um, there's a war. Yeah, you know. Like, there's been wars going on, like, inside of one country, but there hasn't really been, like, country-on-country war crime in a minute. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Russia is, like, literally bombing, like, sending bombs across from their land across the border into someone else's land, which is, like very it's giving 
vintage. Like it's giving like they just Game of Thrones. I don't know. Like it's a lot going. What's on, happening? And they're f- obviously more advanced than the weaponry and things that they have. Of course. So it's like what the it's this is some very interesting shit. One of so do you know why the war is going on? Why Russia is bombing Ukraine and they burning down all their shit? They being petty, like did they? Is my understanding is what they just decide like they want to rule, like they want to take over yeah. Ukraine again. That's the reason. Because- I went to my I went to my aunt's house, who's like literally the most knowledgeable person on this subject that I know. And I said, so Russia is mad because the Ukraine is trying to join NATO. And she's like, no, that's not why. And I was like, okay, Russia is mad because the Ukraine was like trying to do something. And that was going against like the Soviet bloc or whatever. And she's like, no, that's not it. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And she said, it's because Putin wants to do it. Is literally what she said. Like, there's actually no reason for doing it other than the fact that he wants the land and he just feels like it's technically hit Russia's anyway. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Now I'm hearing about the other countries that are not trying to take in the black people out of Ukraine to help them. Yeah. The black, any black people, any, any, any brown people of color, any people of color, they're holding them up at the borders. And I was they're getting hemmed up really bad. And I don't know, like that shit is nuts to I, me too, because I that was another thing I was hearing from friends, like knowing like, oh, I know some people that live in Ukraine that are like, you know, African people that um, you know, are either studying there doing like some type of ass. yeah that was my honestly i'm not gonna hold you that was my first question like what's your ass doing over there right but then i thought there's gotta be you know it's europe like there's gotta yeah. be some sort Studying of valid reason athlete, why i would be in the ukraine right shit, yeah doctor mate like, yeah it seemed oh, like there were some shit. soccer players footballers yep. that mm-hmm. i saw that had got banged up um it's uh, it's absurd it's really absurd what is happening and it's real. it's sad for the ukrainian people who aren't um, you know, racist or whatever. Like, it's sad for the people who are truly just like innocent people that are now, you know, losing their loved ones, losing their own lives, or just being in a war-torn country where your whole life and future is literally hanging in the balance. Like, imagine if someone, God forbid, somebody blew something up. I mean, it already happened with nine eleven. Like. We, our whole country was rocks. Like, niggas was really shook as fuck. Imagine if that's happening all around you um, on a regular basis for, like, weeks at a time. Like, God bless them. I, that is absolutely horrible. Um, it's really a lot. The, it's really a lot. And you're not, you know, it's not like you have the resources available to even, like, heal from that right away. Oh, absolutely not. Because you don't even know where you're going to be at. Yeah. That's so sad. Like, are you even going to have a home country? Are you about to be a refugee? You know, like all those things are probably rushing through your mind. Like, damn, I may never go. If I leave Ukraine right now, I might never come back. And that's just a real reality. Like you could be walking away from everything you ever knew your entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Where am I going? I always, you know, we joke all the time. Like, oh, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Blah, blah, blah. Where are you going? Like I'm asking you, Shayna, where are you going? 
to Africa, baby. I'm out of here. <laughs> you going to Ghana? You go. You go. Make it work in Ghana. I'm going somewhere. You know, I've been looking at random shit like top ten places on the continent to live, like based on Wi-Fi speed <laughs> and like <laughs> a bunch of other valid. Things. Like just if you nah, gonna valid. have to work and shit like that, you want to yeah. make sure it's a solid connection. But yeah, shit. I mean, if not that, like, you want to say, I, I'd say Europe, but shit, look at what's going on over there. Yeah, in Europe, I don't know. I was, I would have said, like, at one point, I would have probably said, like, England, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that just seems like the obvious choice for me. Like, I could live in Manchester. I could live in London. Like, I could make it, I could make some shake. Yeah. But um, when it comes down to it, you know, my options are limited, um, I would probably go, you know, I would probably go to Africa, but then, you know, is Canada safe? Like, I feel like that just seems like a natural, but Canada is really fucked up and racist too. Right. Um, the more I've learned about it. So it, it, probably Africa would be the best choice, but then I would have to deal with them thinking that I have like, you know, a trust and I've relocated to, you know, hide my money. No, nigga, I'm just here for safety. I'm right. just here. <laughs> Here to, you know, calm down over there because kind of crazy. Or maybe forever. Maybe right. I'm new, a new resident. <laughs> yeah. I, even I, at least with Africa, you have a shit ton of countries to choose from. Mm-hmm. You could literally go anywhere. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you seen like when we were in Tanzania and like met those expats that live there now, like mm-hmm. legit just chilling. came there on on a break and was like, oh, actually, I can make this shake out here. Right. Straight exactly yeah i admire that kind of tenacity hell yeah so anyway the other thing that i wanted to just talk about is the fact that niggas are talking about you know world war three and all all it really takes is for like russia to do anything else like any other country basically that's like all it kind of takes at this point so um you know like that's gonna be really fucked up and crazy i i hope that they're able to contain him and stop him. I don't really know, you know, what Ukraine's military is hitting for. Um, I don't really know how this works. I don't know how any of this works, but I just really pray and hope that our troops are protected. Cause honestly, I talk a lot of shit about the military. Like they actually serve a really good purpose, but I don't want the military. I don't want those men to have to die potentially, you know, Mm. like I want the military to be in place if we need them but I also don't want to have to use them because I just that's awful like they have so much PTSD it's just too much to be in war so in any case we're going to continue to monitor that (laughs) Um, they said fill up your gas tanks keep your gas on full Shayna for the next several weeks because um, they're anticipating in April them gas prices are going to be crazy crazy prices over four dollars a gallon and you know maybe that's normal for la but that is not normal for everywhere else in the world we've hit five here so you already know imagine your gas costing ten dollars a gallon bitch in a honda the nerve like i didn't you know what i mean like that's what's imagine gas costing ten dollars a gallon that's trash already five dollars a gallon is like it's trash. disgusting it's trash i'm already looking yeah. at it i'm already looking at my gas bill like 
what is this? I don't even drive a luxury Girl. car, but I'm paying luxury prices right now. And then those who do have a luxury bus. car are paying... T- <laughs> Cup, uh, you could put put a couple hundred dollars in your tank. Yeah. Nah, I can't do it. Um, I'm gonna be on the bus. Decided that we're just we're just not going anywhere. Uh, the good thing about Pittsburgh, honestly, though, the bus is actually nice. Like, pretty much all the buses are pretty new. Um, you know, I just be chilling. It's it's got the right temperature at the right time of year. You know, the AC be blowing or the heat be on. Mm. I could I could do public transpo for a minute, but then they're going to try to, like, raise the rates. and so, It's just all bad. You're right. Let's just stay home. Right. Stay home. That's it. Stay home. And everybody get Pelotons because that's what's next. And just never leaving the crib. Yep. They really setting it up for that anyway. Like, I, the metaverse, you know? the metaverse also you know people love this whole pod mentality you know it's like very much clicky very much like if you know you know the virtual type thing like no just people of like who you're gonna hang out with you know like during the pandemic everyone was like well it's only like these four people in my pod or whatever so like i feel comfortable hanging out with them you know mm. with no mask or whatever like that was kind of you know, you just your circle has just become so limited that it's the metaverse. It's just like be on your own, be isolated, keep your circle small, only talk to the same four people. And are you down to get into this new way of like interacting with people with the whole virtual reality helmet, like the thing for your eyes? And uh, because it's really looking like Sims, but. what's the name of that um what's the name of that motherfucking (laughs) movie where he fell in love with the ai was that called her or something like that i i've seen many um storylines with that and i feel like with joaquin phoenix Mm -hmm. with joaquin phoenix i think but yeah they had something like that on black mirror too remember he was gay he fell in love inside of the game Yeah, yeah. yeah That shit is fucking real. I don't know. Like, and even the clips of The Sims I've been seeing recently, the way they be in there, like, dancing and twerking and popping pussy and fucking and all types of shit, I'm like, what they got going on in Sims, bruh? Like, mm-hmm. mm, that it's, shit is OD. I just feel like all these things are, like, you know, setting us up to not knowing how to communicate with anyone. Right, person to person, yeah. Unable to do it. This is not the kind of technology the Jetsons promised us. They promised us flying cars and, like, you know, a maid in your house that made you dinner. Like, this is not what they had on there where you just didn't talk to people and you didn't go nowhere. Right. I want my money back. Period. Um, okay. Well, enough of that. God bless us all, honestly. And and really, if it wraps up, I just wanted to wrap up for all of humankind. Leave nothing behind. Leave no one behind. And just let, like, God give us a new Adam and Eve and just start over again. Because nobody deserves to say. I'm going to put it that way. Nobody deserves to get to fight for a better day. Like, if it's all just going to end. Let's just all... <laughs> 
let's just all leave it. Let's all leave it alone. Yo. We done fucked up the ocean. We mutating the fucking whales and shit. It's just too much happening. No. We killing the bees. We melting the polar ice caps. Like we're changing the climate. It's just right. no. This is not. This is not what I signed up for. This is not what I was. Nighttime is the diseases. The diseases are running rampant. That nobody can get fucking pregnant. Wild. You know, if it's not one thing, it's another. We're on our way to handmaiden. They're really. Mm-mm. that's what i'm saying but that's my point nobody can stay because y'all be fucking it up too when y'all try to redo after the apocalypse no because now now women are being abused right now people are being raped okay like you got the wrong fucking idea it's really a mess. um it's a mess it's a mess it's a wonder that we're not all already complete recluses living inside of our house and never going anywhere or doing anything. Um, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave that cause we're getting a little dark. Um, I'm going to take it to this direction. <laughs> Shout out to the, <laughs> the black woman who was nominated to the Supreme court. Kit- I'm scared. I don't know how to pronounce the name. I haven't heard it said. I think it's Katanji. Katanji Brown Jackson. Okay. Bad bitch alert, okay? She's young. She's cute. She's black. She's on the Supreme Court. She's following in the famous footsteps of Thurgood Marshall and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. Katanji. Brown Jackson? Katanji. It's K-E-T-A-N-J-I. And Katanji, what maybe. And what was the last name? Her hyphen? What? Brown Jackson. No hyphen, just two last names. Brown Jackson. Okay. The two blackest names that she could have had without, with the exception of Williams. Right. Is her husband black? You know what? Let's Google. I don't know who her man is. You know, I just was looking at, I was looking at her as an independent, singular black woman doing her thing without no man on her back. I know. I I know that's right. It's because of the Brown Jackson for me that got me like, yeah, who's right. Let's see who she's got two children and her spouse is Patrick G. Jackson. And... They don't have a picture of him, but soon they will. But they ain't, he, ain't, he ain't made it to Google just yet. Oh, wait. Is Patrick G. Jackson white? Oh, her man is white. Okay. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> I probably could have went a little bit longer without knowing that, you know? Like, I could have just let her rock independently for a minute without knowing that information but we can't get away from the um interracial love because of course you know our girl kamala is also (laughs) in an interracial (laughs) you know they ain't putting no more niggas in the white house okay (laughs) brock was rare a full full couple they can't have that it's a quota on the niggas that could be white house or white house adjacent okay we're only taking couplings with one black partner right um 
I don't know. I mean, the man has some olive. He has an olive skin tone. You know what I mean? So at least he's not pasty. <laughs> um, He has some sort of color in him, which is always um, comforting for me. So, yeah. Well, still, shout out to her. We're not going to diminish this queen's accomplishments. Um, She is finally going to... I don't know. Finally be the first black woman. I'm tired of the first X, Y, or Z. Yeah. The first black blah, blah, blah. We're it's still, like every week we still, still, you know, moving mountains. We're still, <laughs> we're still moving mountains. It's 2022. Yeah. We've been moving mountains since like <laughs> the beginning of time. Yeah. They've had a first nigga doing something after a whole bunch of white men done already did it. It's wild. I mean, it literally took 50 presidents for us to get a black one. Oh. Which is just crazy. And it's going to be 50 more. 50 more. Before <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Woo! I got to laugh to keep from crying. Yep. <laughs> that, you ain't never lie. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to wrap up with this last little entertainment talk. Um. Have you watched Kanye West's docuseries Genius? Not the full. I'm still watching it, but I've started. I am loving it. You know, I'm a Kanye girl. Kanye to the, you know, it's very emotional for me to watch this. I actually just see some of these clips of him and I'm, excuse me, I'm, I see these clips of him and I'm reminiscing on when I was like falling in love with Kanye and his music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really nice moving to see and like definitely got a little choked up during the clips with him and Donda and just seeing everything mm. come to fruition. Like so cool how he had, you know, Cootie around to be able to document every fucking aspect and part important part in his life. Like these, it just it was cool to like tie in like, Oh, this was on the through the wire video. Like he was really using yeah. like legit document or like clips. clips from this shit. Like the, you know, crackhead in there asking for change. Like that was, yeah. you know, actually somebody he was cool. I was like, wow, like this is cute. Really nice. Yeah. The clips with Donda were really, really sweet and special. And I just, you know, I'm just looking at her like, you are so affirming. You are so, like, loving and affirming and just really here to gas up your son to be anything he wants to be in this life. And you're going to be there to support him. Like, no wonder my guy was fucked up when you died, kind of. is how I feel. Like, yeah. she seems like a rare kind of mom right. that any of us would be lucky to... Um, you know, I fuck with my mama, but that was just some different shit. Like, yeah, to see it. And even that part when they said, like, he came home to, like, see her and he was just in the kitchen talking to her. And they were like, we ain't know why he wanted to come home. We were like, okay, like, cool. But we just got to New York. And he was like, oh, it all made sense. Like, he just really yeah. needed to, like, be there with his mom. Like, see her real quick. Talk to her. Like, talk to her. Get some, get a little bit of wisdom. love and yeah. confidence boost. Right. And. Oh, gosh. Yeah, definitely good shit. Um, I'm excited to see the last part that comes out this week. Um, I feel like Kanye is trolling us. Like a lot of people want to say that it is mental health. Um, and and his 
negligence and like caring for his mental health of why we get these outbursts. I don't know if I really believe that. I just feel, I feel like Kanye is in control, but he's just playing into what people say. Like, I feel like he's been consistently him this entire time. He's done. He's had the same antics. It's just that we're in a different world right now. So they're on a different scale than they were. I mean, was he having, I don't know. I just feel like it's not mental health. I mean, I would say, was he having um, episodes when he said George Bush doesn't care about black people? And then everyone hyped him up and just said, oh, he's wild. He says radical things. They weren't saying that he was, you know, mentally incapacitated then. But now that he's still saying wild shit and talking about Pete Davidson and like, you know, and others or whatever, it's like, oh, Kanye is completely unhinged and needs medication. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that man's business. I don't know his medical history. I just know that I can't cut him loose and I probably never will. He would literally have to personally injure me at this point like I'm in I'm in so deep (laughs) I just don't think I could turn my back on him I mean you know like in some ways when you look at his story you see why he's a likable person and things like that so he was really out here making moves at such a young age and just seeing like yeah all i didn't i forgot hitters. all about the so so deaf beats that he was making back way 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 right. way back crazy and just like seeing Mason. i did remember he, i did remember hearing that though because it was some shit where it was like you know jermaine dupree was one of the first people that ever fuck with him kind of wow yeah that shit is really interesting um and then the last thing I want to talk about is Euphoria. Yeah. I mean. Mm. Euphoria definitely took us on a wild ride. What was your reaction to finding out it's not coming back into 2024? Um, I didn't know that it wasn't coming back until 24. Like, who, who said that? Where did you hear that? They announced. They an- I don't know who announced it, but I saw it on the Shade Room. And I had already seen it before that on TikTok. Wow. I feel like 2024 is excessive as fuck. Like, first of all, Zendaya is going to be like 30 by that time. Like, mm-hmm. what? we don't even know what these people are going to look like, let alone like where they're going to be in life. Right. Do they? I just, really want but I guess he has to like write the show, mm. you know, and then they got to shoot the show and now they shooting it on film. So maybe it takes a long time. I don't fucking know. I just know that that shit hurt my feelings to find out it's going to be, I'm going to be in a whole different place in space by 2024. Yeah, definitely. And I'm wondering, are they going to propel the story forward that many years? Or are they just going to pick up where they left off? Because God forbid your theory about Gia is true. I know, right? To see Gia in two years strung out on drugs. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be wild. Shayna thinks Gia is going to be, um, has a chance. She has a chance to be going down that dark path of drug addiction. Just because of the last thing that we saw about her having a hard time in class and doing different things like just behaving differently so possible yeah you know and then just the whole family thing like those things it does sometimes it's 
hereditary sometimes. I was glad so. that Lexi's play emancipated Rue from her guilt about her own addiction. That was really sweet. Yeah, like she didn't even, she totally saw it as like something else. But the way, what's her name, Cassie, <laughs> he came up <laughs> like literally just. I'm like clap, clap, clap. I knew she was gonna lose. Lexi it. thinks this is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Lexi, it- come out, Lexi. <laughs> it was. That's over. how she talks. <laughs> she, you know, she had nothing else to lose after Nate kicked her out again. Like, I'll be the villain. I'll be the villain. You want me to be the villain? Bitch, shut the you fuck up. Because as soon as exactly it was time to be like big her. villain, you were running laps around them around the set design, trying not to get your ass beat. But the one thing that pissed me off the most was the fact that Maddie didn't snatch that hair, snatch her up, and beat her ass. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah. She, why do you think Maddie took that route? Was she just that surprised, you think? You think that's why? She didn't react the way we would have thought. What do you mean? Like Maddie, like she didn't fuck her up, like or anything when she. I mean, she open hand smacked the shit out of her, and her she started to bleed, and then she cracked her head against the brick wall. I mean, it wasn't like she didn't touch her. <laughs> she also put her in a headlock at one point and yoked her up and had her in a headlock. So I mean, I still I wanted. Okay. Of course, we wanted like really ugly nasty street violence you know we wanted it to be really down in the dumps yeah but i think that they at least let cassie get touched yeah and that closing line of oh it's just the beginning when she's complaining about nate breaking up with her like oh bitch you wanted his dusty crusty crazy ass now you got him get ready for this roller coaster that you're on now bitch dealing with him Mm -mm. that was the best that was the best revenge for me for maddie because now it's like i'm done with him and i'm done with you yeah and you know what nate might be a pisces Nate, um, so what do you think about Nate um, banging up his dad with the feds? He did that because he had sex with underage girl. He did that, that I guess, was because that of that. W- and also because he was recording people without their consent, which is also illegal. Mm-hmm. But I guess mostly the underage. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey. Uh another rapist or pervert locked up is one good deed for society you know but then at the same time I'm just like Nate you fucked up too though like you need to be arrested for for some of this shit it's the irony of Nate getting his dad locked up with a loaded weapon in his pocket and he DUI'd over there (laughs) Nate he was definitely was drinking and driving, like literally walking out to his car with the beer in it right now, uh, with the cops outside. Yeah. Mm-mm. So Nate is just as fucked up. I don't know. I think that 
I feel him for the fact that Cal doesn't get to fuck up his whole family, fuck up his son and everything. Um, and then get to go live a wonderful life and be gay and have the time of his life and do whatever the fuck. Like I feel Nate for having a lot of resentment about that. Um, cause I too would have issues because with he that. was just like, living his life. Like before. you're not about to get off scot-free and on top of all that, not only, not only were you cheating on my mom for the whole time, but you were fucking all sexual, all genders under the sun. Mm. And on top of that, now you want to go stand up in that and be proud. Like what nigga, what you got me fucked up. So I know that there had to be some sort of um, repercussion to the action. Um, you know, it feels it feels okay. I mean, there was nothing else that he could do aside from killing him that would have been up to snuff. Which I thought punishment. he was going to do, but I didn't think he was going to actually kill his dad. Because why are you going to throw your whole life away, son? Not son. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of throwing your whole life away. You know, Ash was a liability. It just is what it is. We loved him. You know, we we respected him unequivocally. <laughs> I had so much respect for that 11-year-old, I swear. I've never cared more about a middle schooler than I did about him. But at the end of the day, your only reaction cannot be to kill someone. That can't be the only option for you. What did he think at the end when he shot the cop and then the lady... He knew he was going to die. He knew. Okay, because he was just... He knew. Standing there. I'm like, did you think they all were gone at that point? Or No, no. He knew that he was going to die, which was his whole thing. Like, I'm going to go out like a real nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get one of these cops. I'm taking one of them with me. And the fact you know what I mean? Right. That was his whole thing. He got out of the bathtub, staged the whole thing to ensure that he got to bust one of them. Mm. After he done bust down, we don't know who else he shot. You know, we just assume he didn't hit no more. He busted up that entire fucking place. Yeah. So you know, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew he wasn't going to jail. And um, he knew that he um, had to be stopped. Now, what about, it just could. Now, what about the other guy? You think he lived? Fezco? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to live. He's about to go do Fed time. He's about to go do a bid. Really? Even we probably though- we probably gonna see him through him and Lexi gonna be writing prison letters because I just I don't see it. At for this him. point, why not blame Ash since Ash is dead? He the one who did it for real. He was he was in the house with drugs and guns at a minor who was not in school. Like there's hella other crimes oh, aside from the true. murder. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and he's then the- still <laughs> about to do fed time. And then homegirl playing dead in the front. <laughs> Faye. No, Faye was laid out because um they told her to get on the ground. That's why I thought she like dropped because she was trying to like No, they when they busted in, she had to get on the ground and put her hands on behind her back. Okay, maybe I yeah. must have looked away real quick cuz next thing I knew she was on the floor and I was like, "Oh. 
Oh he yeah. Really but she that. um they definitely showed grandma in there. Yes. Did you see they them? did, yep. <laughs> Yo, when they showed grandma? Yeah. That was symbolic, I feel. Mm. I don't think I realized she was even still in the house. <laughs> I said the same thing, but remember when Rue tried to come and take the drugs out of her room? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she's not going to even miss them. Rue is reckless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. She's not going to miss them. She's literally in a coma. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. Um... Anyway, good shit, good shit, good shit. I don't know what we're going to watch now. We're doomed. Yeah, pretty much. But in any case, that's that's all I have for nosy news. Well, all right. Two cents, a two cents, two cents, two cents, let me hear you now. All right, so. Wow, exciting two cents today. I'm not going to hold you. What we've all been waiting for, we know. Sydney is a huge fan of uh, the online swindle. So why don't you take us home? Take us <laughs> home. Introduce this. The online swindle. Well, we just need to talk about the Tinder swindler. Better known as catfishing. We need to talk about catfishing. We need to talk about how the scammers are up. Because really, we could talk about Anna Delvey ass too, if we're being completely honest. Like... The scammers are going to scam. The catfish are going to catfish. And they manifest in so many different ways we're learning. And it's our job to make sure we have that helmet of protection secured tight. Because they're climbing (laughs) in your window. (laughs) They're snatching your people up. For real. Literally, this could be you. And it's weird to even say that because I'm just, I'm so certain that I could never be catfished. Um, I could never be catfished. And like, even in the way that Tinder Swindler did it, where he said, you know, my enemies are after me, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would never go for that. But I still feel like what, 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 what would happen if somebody said that they were flying me out, all expense paid to a vacation location. I got there. You know, they flew me out. We made it there. I get to the location and then the hotel is like, you can't leave until this bill is paid. Like that could happen to any of us. Honestly, mm-hmm. that seems very plausible. Yeah. That's so we definitely want to make sure that we chat about this, you know, share some tips um, to protect yourself from the online predators yeah. And yeah, so let's just hop into it. I want to first start by saying we wanted to have an expert with us today. Um, we wanted to have eyewitness accounts. We wanted, you know, some real serious intel. And when I tell you it was my journalistic obligation to do that for you, the listeners, mm-hmm. um, that I really put myself and my reputation on the line to try to make that happen and I was not able to complete the mission (laughs) I was unable to make that happen um turns out even reformed catfish 
would like to remain anonymous. You know what I mean? Like even, (laughs) even when they're out of the game, they don't really want to disclose anything about themselves or give up any trade secrets. So I was unable to secure, um, said bag on that one. But I still feel like we can give you some good insights and, you know, just from my own experiences and observations and comings and goings <laughs> um, <laughs> that I might be able to help help assist out. So y- you saw the Tinder sw- swindler. Yes. This man was meeting women on Tinder. He would do some luxurious shit with them, like fly them out or spend a bunch of money, give them nice gifts, do this and that. And then he would build up his whole story about he how he works in a very high risk job environment. Things get hectic for him all the time, blah, blah, blah. And um, he would then go under attack under siege and all of his assets would be frozen he's already demonstrated to you that he has a lot of money you've seen his lifestyle you've been there you've been flewed out you've been on the private plane you've done the things so you say like oh my god like maybe he really is under attack and under siege and i need to help him and he was getting these white women to send him, you know, tens of thousands of dollars that they took out on loan, refinancing their homes, selling their cars, selling every, probably their bodies. Hell, he probably had these hoes doing any and everything. Right. And they were doing it. And he was just basically robbing Peter to pay Paul, which is a good saying for my mother that I always loved. What do you think about that? Like, do you think that you would have fell for for it at any point? No. No, because, you know, that tens of thousands, it's just a red Excessive. flag. It just seems like, okay, you talking about having a job that's high risk. Like, I don't know. There's just certain things that I feel like my intuition picks up on. Like, I know when you're trying to strategically set something up so when you start talking about how your job is high risk or you know anything like that I'm thinking what is this gonna lead up to like I might not say it then but I'm like oh let me just put this in my bag taking a mental note right for next time but um yeah Mm -mm. it couldn't have been me it couldn't have been me I wish you well that's really like (laughs) the best Thing that I can give you in a situation like this I really wish you well my first response to that I think would have been like you have parents and siblings like let's activate the family members first you right. know what I mean like there's gotta be a way that billionaires can access their billions of dollars even when they're in a bind whether it's you going to the bank directly and speaking to them and telling them what's going on and accessing your money or what have you. I mean, it's just no way that me, the person you've been dating for four months, is the only person in the world that could potentially save you from this horrible blah, blah, blah. So that would be the first thing that's going off in my mind. Mm -hmm. I think about instances where 
I, you know, I've never been, no one's ever tried to catfish me. I was going to say, I think about instances where like I maybe saw a red flag, but like I actually don't have any instances where somebody tried to like play me. Yeah. I don't know. Like that is. For me, it just doesn't move past the, re- the request part, you know, like are you trying to request or match with me? Like before it even gets there, I'm already like, mm, this page looks suspicious. So. But I guess there is also levels to catfishing because niggas can lie about how much income they have or, you know, where they live and stuff like that. Like when I was younger, that that definitely that definitely happened to me before, like with a younger boyfriend, he would say like, oh, you know, I'm um, I don't live with my mom right now. Like I live with my homeboy, blah, 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 blah. But all the while they're like homeless and just like couch surfing or whatever like that literally happened to me where the nigga was homeless dead ass homeless <laughs> and like was try- was trying to fucking stay with me and i just thought that he wanted to spend time with me right lo and behold this nigga hadn't slept in a bed for three weeks prior to this oh man he was looking for couch surfing okay looking for uh a pillow right a place to stay yeah, so niggas can, I guess it could be levels to that shit, but I think any anything that sparks you as suspicious, it is. Yeah. Lean into that feeling. That would be tip one. What are the other tips that you found? Yeah, you definitely got to lean into that. Don't allow your desire for companionship cloud your, your judgment. Mm-hmm. Um... Some other interesting tips that I saw is using different photos for your dating profile, which is something I didn't really think about, but they mentioned it's easy to do a reverse image search with Google. So if your dating profile has a photo that also shows up on your Instagram or Facebook account, it will be easier for someone to find you on social media. So basically, don't post them crossover pics that you posted on the timeline, you know. And it's all yeah. post them other them other pics that never made it to the gram. Right. Yeah. Damn, that's facts. Mm-hmm. I just deleted my um, data profile as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, but now that you mention it, I'm trying to think like were those pictures? Some of them were definitely pictures that have been on the gram. That's that's actually a valuable tip. It is. I think I do use some, like, when I had mine active, I would use some different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart on you. Did you do it for that reason, or you no. were just doing it to be, to mix it up? Yeah, to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah, it says, um, you know, check out your potential date on social media. Like, don't just leave it at the app. Like, if they have a social press on that like ask about it what if they tell you they don't have a social media here's here's a question before you're going on a first date like when you're going on the first date do you always know the person's last name on that first date in dating dating app world to be honest no no that's what i'm saying like i don't even be knowing these niggas last name bro and I'm supposed to like have to do have done all this research before the first day. I'm fucked. That's why I just turn my location on mm. and wish for the best. 
notify somebody of where I'm going and what my plans are, where? turn my location on, and go out there into the world. Right. And listen to this. Like, here are some common stories or suspicious behaviors scammers may use to build trust. Like, financial assistance we know is one claims to be from the u.s but they're currently living or working or traveling abroad like mm-hmm. that's a red flag. why are you talking to me from france my nigga right claims to be recently widowed or with children like widowed with children is another. oh he's a single parent mm-hmm. he's gonna hit you up it's hard times it's hard right. you gotta help out your single dad single father when he disappears from the dating site and then reappears under a different name. Okay, obviously. Now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Gives vague answers to specific questions. Mm-hmm. Overly complimentary and romantic too early in your communication. One thing, Please. One thing that was interesting, though, was pressures you to provide your phone number or talk outside of the dating app or site. What would pressuring me to do that even look like? Like asking for it right away? Yeah, because I feel like that I would mindlessly kind of be like, oh, here, because I don't want to be on this app talking. Right. Mm, It's hard out here when you're really trying to find love on a dating app. I just be seeing what's going on. I don't really think that the love of my life is on there. I feel like if I was one of those lucky people that found love on a dating site, I would have found him already. (laughs) Why, it's been a long time. Why did they say uses disjointed language and grammar, but has a high level of education? <laughs> That's a way of them saying they're, they can't speak English because they're really a scammer in another country. <laughs> That's so fucked up. That, was dead. that is so funny. Um, and then you can report them if they um, try to sell you products or services as a minor since harassing or offensive messages. Mm. Yeah, we're going to block them. Right. Well, at least when meeting in person, I definitely do all these things like yeah. video chat before you meet up. Right. Tell a friend where you're going. Meet in a public place. Don't rely on your day for transporta- transportation. Do what you're most comfortable with. Um you know, I've never had to enlist the help of a bartender or waiter, but I would mm-hmm. and trust your instincts. Hell yeah. I'd be doing all that shit. So I'm good for the in-person meetups. Right. I remember even a waiter ah. one time saw that I was like waiting for a while. Like dude was like dumb late and she was like watching out and she was over here like, don't worry. Like I'll make sure he gets you an extra drink for this. Or like some shit like that, but it was just yeah. Like, you know, that was that's cute. The most interaction I've had with a um bartender or like waitress. That's cute. Wasn't really like uncomfortable, but yeah. So in any case, I really kind of want to like tell y'all about how I got banged up trying to ask the catfish to come on the show, but maybe I should just leave it alone. I almost got hemmed up really asking a nigga who used to be a catfish, y'all. Like, that shit was really crazy. I thought that they were, like, healed and had moved on and moved past it. 
and we're glowing and growing in a new way, but that was not the case. Let's give you know? a round of applause for Sydney's bravery on that one, because even I, even <laughs> I knew she was walking into a fire. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is you let me walk. Like at no at no point was Shayna like, "Are you sure that's a good idea?" Like even that would have probably you know stopped me. I was like, you know what. I don't even know. I don't like, know the relationship. I, know that, right. I was like, maybe it's like all well and good, you know, like Sydney. I was like, Sydney's a pretty blunt girl. Like, I'm pretty sure hmm. he knows, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he knows, that. he knows what he's in for. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he did not know. Um, <laughs> and I didn't, I did not know <laughs> what I was in for either. Um, yeah, it's definitely, the, it's the probably. That, that was great for that one. For <laughs> That's the best part of it all. Ah, no doesn't always mean no. <laughs> let me just let me just say that. Yeah. No doesn't always mean no. Sometimes it means you, see, this you is know. The problem because let's talk about it. Lesson number one in our childhood was no means no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't live by those rules. I could usually, I could usually massage Donna and get what I needed <laughs> done, done. That's so funny. But um, okay. Well, I want to continue to monitor the scammers. You know, the scammers are really up, and when it's up, it's stuck. So <laughs> we're gonna have to, <laughs> we're gonna have to ride this wave and see what's going on. Um, stay safe out there y'all because it's crazy. yeah stay safe out there it's really hectic um i don't wish i don't wish the shenanigans on any of you women or men men are probably getting finessed too i heard about a, a man in prison getting finessed by a woman on the outside how does that work right. how does that work these scammers is really going above and beyond now, how the man get finessed in prison? Like, right? She said she outside sending him pictures, talking about I bought you this car for when you get out. <laughs> like <laughs> fake pictures. You know, maybe she just trying. And to- this is the house that we're gonna live in when you get out. Like, this is where I'm at now. You're gonna stay here with me, like that type of shit. Where he met her online? Online. He know that that's crazy. She probably she probably getting money put on her books by him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to get the car and the house and everything. Right. He's spending his prison dollars on her ass. Well, in any case, um, that's all we have today. Make sure you hit us up on social media at Sign Me Up Podcast. You know you can always email us, sign me at podcast at gmail.com. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out.